front yet another wig. Collecting coins, getting yet another big paycheck. Who's next? Tell me who's on deck. You sipping on the head of red, yet another swig. Frying up some bacon, bitch, yet another pig. I'm a redwood, and you yet another twig. All Stars 2 was yet another red. Welcome to the last episode of our Pride Month series of RVA Darts Municipal Mania. Fred, where'd you get unmuted? Get unmuted. It's your turn. It was stuck. Mania, 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 mania. <laughs> right? We're always stuck on mania. <laughs> Heard every Wednesday at 11 a.m. right here on WRIRLP 97.3 FM Richmond Independent Radio. All right. So we decided to bring back some friends because we just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun, right? Like... Yeah, and they're fabulous. Can we just they're start fabulous. with that? Like, screw all the BS and everything. Let's just have a fun chat show to kick this summer off, too, because yes. there's a lot going on yes. this summer now that, you know, people yep. are starting to crawl out of their we dank, dark caves into the sunlight. Two shot shoulder. We outside. All right. <laughs> And yep, sun's out, guns out, right? And buns out too. Mm-hmm. So who do we have with us today? We'll start here in the bottom identity. You go first and then we'll switch it to the other gals on the corner. Hello, it's identity crisis. They them and I'm very happy to be here again. Good to see y'all. Yay. Welcome back. It is I, Melanin Moneybag Monroe, back for the third time, and I'm so excited to be a part of the Pride broadcast again. Fierce. And I'm Jasmine Cleopatra. I believe this is my first time here with you guys today, but I'm very excited to be here. We're so welcome. you and to have you. It's so exciting. You're welcome. Y'all are such good performers, and, uh, you know, we just want to share the love with the rest of Richmond, right? As you should. So... Y'all been working. Yes. Yes. Extremely hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us what you've been up to. So first and foremost, of course, Black Girl Magic is still happening. Um, Chicks at Babes is opening back up. Everything is going back to normal as far as everything on my end. I know I have a couple things in the works as well. But of course, the biggest thing going on right now is where the hood niggas at currently on all streaming platforms, <laughs> iTunes and everything included. Yes. To really blast of a time, and you know, I'll hand it right on over to my sister. Very much, as Melanin said, we recorded a song together over the summer, and we just released that. So that is like the the newest thing on our kind of platform and radar right now. Um, I think we're just like getting into the process of like getting back into the the full swing of our schedules, like picking up the gigs every weekend, you know, every week and, and stuff like that. So we're just like preparing ourselves for like the most because <laughs> it's a lot to juggle you know there's a lot there's a lot of shows and things like that coming back so yes we don't have to we might have to plug that if it ain't got too many yeah thank you thank you so much like killing it killing it like whenever i see on social media like oh another brunch oh yeah. another event like all these new things getting created and y'all are always at yeah. the forefront so so excited to see what y'all do thank you and that's you know that's something that like I really, like, I didn't expect it to happen so fast because, like, it seems like Virginia, like, bounced back to normal, like, within a matter of, like, two days, you know? And we really had to, like, prepare to, like, get back into the full swing of, like, pulling out the schedule book and <laughs> writing down the gigs and stuff mm-hmm. like that because it's it's a lot. 
I forgot I had a gig on Friday already. <laughs> it's really hard to get back into that full swing. There's it's it's overwhelming. But I'm blessed for it. Very blessed. And, and I'm blessing because some folks ain't working. I bless you. So what about you, identity? What are you doing? I'm slowly getting the gigs and getting back into it. I've done some driveway drag stuff. I have some babe bookings coming up with Chicks at Babes, and then I'm doing <clears throat> I forgot the name of Michelle's night on Fridays, but I'm doing that on July 9th. So kind of getting back to normal. And I do have a project that I'm working on. I don't know if I can talk about it because it's like not official, but I may or may not be having a show at Godfrey's happening Ooh, every other Saturday secrets. starting late July. Um, it's called Sinister Saturday. So working currently on the, the first event and then kind of like what it looks like. There's a lot of logistics with like management that I'm not doing. It's I'm just getting information from other people, but um, excited for that to be a consistency in the future and, you know, doing other drag and I'm so what, Oh, go ahead. I just said I was excited. So. Yes. And I, I want to, I like, we like super secret stuff. We like that. <laughs> That's right. If I Alex. just speak it into existence. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's, I, I think I'm just, it feels weird that it's finally happening. It just, it's been so long. Like, with like because right after glamazon COVID happened and it's just been so long i just kind of forgot that i was like yeah it's in the back of my mind but then you know the conversation finally started happening again and i was like oh yeah sure let's do it so very excited for that well that's exciting what and we'll we'll kind of jump right into this what have you guys what do you guys have set aside specifically for pride month that you have going on right now whether it's community-based, because I know Marilyn is all about that. What's happening right now? What are you guys into for Pride Month? What's happening? Um, I feel like everything that I had, so all of my, most of my Pride bookings were up in Baltimore for Baltimore Pride this month, actually. So I didn't really have that much going on in Virginia for like the National Pride Month, but I feel like it's going to be, I have some things coming for September for Virginia Pride Month. Mm-hmm. But as far as a local part of it, I know I'm doing a, the thing I forgot about for Friday, the safe space market. Um, I haven't been to it before, but apparently it's very inclusive. It's myself, Sweet Pickles and Jack Trade performing at it. And it's going to be a lot of local small businesses just selling their products and vendors and stuff. And you're doing um, the Common House Brunch, which is also a part. Oh, my God. Common yeah. House Brunch is on Saturday. It mm-hmm. sure is. See, I told y'all I forgot that, that book. That book. <laughs> you need to have like a series of alarms See? set. Like, um... <laughs> Where? Oh my god! Okay, so I have a lot going on this month that I just realized. <laughs> Sunday, I'm Before. doing and comedy club. I'm that in that every Sunday, starring my mother, Aaliyah Michaels Ova. Yes, mom. Before before we get off that subject, because I want to table that for a second. Um, mm-hmm. I want you to. I want um any of you guys to talk about why we have a national Pride Month, a Virginia Pride Month that's different. And kind of really a lot of different cities or localities celebrate mm-hmm. their own different um, really timing throughout the year, like literally different months. Can somebody share on that, like what, what that's about and why? But we, we would like to hear from identity questions that you have. Um, so my prime month has been pretty uneventful, at least with drag. Um, I think personally, June has been a very challenge like as a person and as my my job but you know new drag things are coming and new professional things hopefully are coming coming but um so pride month at least like 
in that way hasn't been super busy for me. But now that July is coming, that's I'm celebrating Pride at least drag wise a little later because um, I feel like July is kind of like the the wheels are going to start turning for me in that kind of way. Um, I think on the the prompt of like why Prides are in different times of the year, I know my assumption is just because of weather. Um, I know Orlando does their Pride in October um, because it's if you did Pride now in Florida, everyone would just have melted into the street. So they do it in October because it's a little bit more, I mean, it's still hundred degrees all year, but it's a little bit less hot um, than other places. So I think that's why Virginia's is a little later, but that's me literally just assuming, but I, I think that's why it's probably kind of divvied out in that way. Cause I don't think any prides happen before June. It's like in between June and October is like all the prides in different cities. That's true. Um, I really don't like have the answer for that, but I think that like, I feel like it's really important to have like pride at different times of the month. I mean, different times of the, the year and like, at you know, different times in different places because every place is different and every city is different. I've actually had the like honor to experience Florida's like pride month in October. And I can tell you that it's completely different from Richmond's pride month. And that's completely different from Hampton Roads pride month. And that's mm -hmm. completely different from Baltimore's pride month. So like, I feel like they all like, they all like sort of like magnify different things within like each city because every city is like completely like different. And, you know, the community sort of like rallies together in like different ways and things like that to express their pride. And I feel like that's just beautiful. And nobody wants to have that all happen at one time. Come on, like spit it out. <laughs> that is, I do feel like pride is a necessity to have year round. Yeah. Like, it's like how we celebrate being black all the time. All the time, every day. Because it's still <laughs> black history month. Mm -hmm. I don't think it ended yet. <laughs> Could be. No, it didn't. So we're still celebrating Black History Month and we're going to continue to celebrate Pride. <laughs> and I think that that's very important just to keep that magnifying glass and that attention on us and seeing that, hey, we're doing this, but we're also doing this. But then this month come around in this state here or this area here, we have this going on. And it's like, I know a lot of the things that are going on with Pride, it's like, it's a lot of giving back to the community. So mm -hmm. maybe that's also another aspect why they have them different events year round. It's like, it's a consistent giving back to, you know, those that are less fortunate or people who actually just really need help. Spread it all around. I like that. Yep. The, the more we talk about it, the more, uh, you know, kids are educated and they don't grow up, yep. you know, with their parents' hate and bigotry in their hearts, you know. I think that's super important. Um, so, Fran, remember um, you t were telling me about this conversation that you had with your son, speaking of kids, and how he was talking about the commercialization of BLM and also of pride. Do you yes, ever my son, feel, yeah, my son is super woke. I don't he's, know where I, when this happened. He's so wise. He's he Fran's kid through and through. Like, through and through. But, like... He, he went through this thing. He was like, you know, he sent me. Um, I can't, okay, I can't remember if it was a post or something, but I think it was for Juneteenth. It was yeah. a Juneteenth uh, sale at J.C. and he was like, "What is this?" And I said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "I just hope that." He said, "I just hope that it's not." commercialized, over-commercialized like they did in private. And I said, what was that that came out of your 12-year-old lips? Wow. And he was like, I just hope that they don't do like Target and every other store does and over-commercialize it like private, like they do with private. It's awful. Like, y'all forget that 
you know, LGBTQ people are out here until mm-hmm. Pride Month, just like they forget about us until February or conveniently today when it's Juneteenth. And I was like, yes. Yeah. That's so. And, it and led it's us, true. Yeah, it led us to talking about, you know, um, with one of our guests for our previous show, what it's like to feel like a commodity. You want to speak on that? And tokenized. So, ooh, hold on. So, I feel like, actually, I don't know. Let me take a second and put my words into a sentence, and then I'll let y'all go. All right. So, I, I don't know. I've, like, uh, I feel like it's great to see it. I feel like it's great to see corporations and, and, and things like that, you know, like, to me, it's overwhelming. To me, I, I try to block it out as much as I can because I know that it's, like, superficial. Like, I, I don't know. I'm changing into the rainbows, but they still donate to the people who hate us. Yeah, I've never really come to terms. I haven't really come to terms with that as an adult. Um, that like there there are places and, and things like that that will literally like put on a show for for money and like they couldn't care less about you, your well being at the end of the day. I haven't really come to terms with that. Yeah, but it's like super unfortunate and. I think that it's powerful that your son as a 12 year old can can recognize that because as a black boy, like it was it was like really hard for me to like recognize certain things and the way that certain people acted because I was black and the way that certain companies treated me because I was black. And then, you know, becoming an adult and being like a queer man, like it's it's just I don't know. I haven't I haven't personally taken the time to come to terms with that, but it moves me that your 12 year old son can sit there and identify that because easily at that easily. That's powerful. Like props to him for that. When you raise him right. Yeah, man, I was alone. I sent it to Melissa and I said, Melissa. And she was like, he's your kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like hundred percent. That's your child. Like, and he's your kid of him, you know, really. But like, and he, he went through a whole situation. This, it came up with, with the, with Juneteenth. And he was like, so how are we going to celebrate Juneteenth? And I said, doing any damn thing you want to do, it's your day. And we free is what you want to do. And he was like, and I said, and I'm off because, you know, it's a holiday. And he was like, I have a problem with that. We can't have nothing. Why do white people have to be off too? <laughs> I mean, boy, I'd well. And I said, wait. Yeah. And I said, well, they couldn't very well do that. Everybody has to have it off. It's a federal holiday, sweet pea. And he was like, <laughs> you can't have nothing. <laughs> I'll read. But while talking yeah. about that, I did stumble across a cute little, well, not cute. I say cute to be shady. A little flyer <laughs> on Twitter, and I saw it was a gay sex party, pool party or something. And they said use promo code Juneteenth for a discount on entry. <gasps> Jesus. Or come in Andrew Christian underwear for a discount. <sighs> Those were your options. No way. Oh, <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> I hate that. Literally. So while I was in Baltimore, I said, huh. And I think it's things like that, that like that party has no like equivalence to Juneteenth is why like my my mind will not like piece it together. (laughs) Like I can't come to terms with that. It's not real to me. Y'all just couldn't say, you know, use promo code, anything else. You decided to say Juneteenth. You couldn't say use promo code safe sex, use promo code condom, promo code this. And I think that's why it's because like, but that's not to me like, I feel like they're looking at that as like a, it's like a joke. Like it's not real. Mm-hmm. You're not like sitting here and, and, and 
basking the meaning of what Juneteenth is on that day, like you're having sex parties and because it's Juneteenth, you get a discount if you come in and you have the code, like. And to me, that's the equivalent of these big corporations changing it to the pride flag for that month only. Yeah. I equate the two. Because yeah. you're just using us. Y'all using these black folks to come up at y'all party to do whatever y'all want to do. And y'all just want our gay dollars over here. Yeah. It's stuff like that that just, I feel like, it's not genuine unless they're actually donating to, you know, LGBTQ corporation. Oh, excuse me. Our communities, basically. Unless y'all are putting the money in our communities, don't change no rainbow flags. Don't be Juneteenth in y'all promo codes for y'all parties unless y'all putting that money back into our communities. Because we still out here, there's still people of our communities that are homeless. Like, they're not getting mental health services. They don't have jobs. They do not have homes. They do not have the medicine that they need. Make that happen before y'all change these flags and do y'all little Juneteenth promo code parties. Very much. But that's what I was trying to say earlier. Precisely. <laughs> How do you feel about our identity? I mean, very much the same. I, I don't think there's anything in addition that I can. I mean, it's it's just, it's frustrating because I think it's it's not just corporations. It's also like schools and cities and they profit off of like, oh, it's Pride Month. Like you can eat all these things and like it's Juneteenth. You can get discounts. And I think one thing that people aren't talking about is that like June has been, June 2021 has been one of the most anti-trans legislation months in history. So there's been a lot of anti-trans legislation around sports, religious refusal, anti-LGBTQ education bills. And it's just like, while all these things are happening, people continue to elect, they get to enjoy pride. Uh-huh. You know, cishet folks get to enjoy pride, enjoy Juneteenth, but also continue to vote against the people that they celebrate. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, you know, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, there's all these like nice emails coming from institutions like, oh, well, let's remember all the meaning behind all this, you know, all these things. And then also continue to silence their black professionals and also continue to tokenize their LGBTQ professionals. So at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit. Like your rainbow is the rainbow doesn't mean anything because like y'all are saying, like, unless you donate or actively like creating inclusive, uh, like regulations, understanding, training, firing people that are problematic or, you know, whatever the process is. Like, I don't, I don't give a what you have to say about how prideful you are because, you know, I just feel like in so many instances, it's like tokenizing the trans person, tokenizing um, the person of color. And it's just trash. Very much. It's I didn't basically so say cut trash. <laughs> And I think, I mean, it's one of those things where like, luckily, I think people, I mean, people in the community are rising up and talking back against. I remember the situation that happened. I think it was in D.C. at Nellie's. Is that where Ah! Nellie's is? That situation where people are actively boycotting, like going against them, which is absolutely what you should be doing. So it's like in those instances, an organization is promoting themselves as inclusive, but yet throwing out their patrons who are in the community and also people of color. So it's like. Also, it's like a queer bar. It's, it's, and I think queerness is so whitewashed. Everything just becomes whitewashed eventually. Um, and it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, until people call it out and hold those, hold those organizations accountable, then nothing's going to change, which luckily I feel like younger, like young millennials and Gen Zers are kind of like, not they yeah, Gen Z or they don't give a shit. They're like, oh, I'll burn your building down. Yeah. <laughs> In reference to so, Nelly, I will say it was refreshing to see that one of the like show producers there, probably the biggest one at Nelly's, just quit on the spot as soon as she saw the video. Mm-hmm. 
like on the spot made a post. I cannot in good conscience work with y'all. This is disgusting. This is rude. This is just not it. It's just bad, basically. And I'm like, so can we get that across the board at every like every time this happens? Why can't that be the standard? This is how it should be. And it's not like I pat the girl on the back or nothing, but it was just refreshing to see because you don't see it often enough. And it should just be the right thing to do that you just do it. Mm-hmm. But we don't get especially that. in a pan, especially in a panorama when folks is struggling for a job, Period. and she was like, "Bye, not here." And that job, yeah, and that, and, and it's funny because I know for a fact that booking is a check. So to stick with your morals and who you are as a person over the money, I have respect. Yeah, shout she out woke to up and chose not today. I love it. I do. I do. It's been, uh, I appreciate Melissa so much too. Melissa, I'm gonna call you out just for a minute because this is kind of related. (laughs) It's related. Melissa hit me up um, the morning, I think it was the day before Juneteenth, and she was like, I got a really probably white ass question. I was like, this Um, might be a little stupid. (laughs) But it was not. It was not though, because it was exactly how I was feeling, and we had a whole TED talk on the phone. But she was like, you know, how do you wish somebody happy Juneteenth or like, do you wish somebody like same thing? Do you wish somebody happy Pride Month? And I'm like, let's really explore what this is. Like Juneteenth um, is literally the celebration of it's a holiday that we celebrate of us finding out we the last of us, right? Finding out that we were free two and a half years late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super indicative of, of where we are right now in, in the fight. Right. And so we're literally celebrating a very symbolic situation, history of our existence and our history in this country that we you literally will get us to where we need to be two and a half years late if we got to depend on y'all to carry the message. Well, yeah. And so I said, you know, I know Google is free. And I did Google before talking to you about this. But the thing is, is the first the first link that comes up when you're like, should you as a white person wish somebody a happy Juneteenth? It was Mm -hmm. Parade Magazine, that old white folks magazine that they shove into the (laughs) newspaper on Sunday. Mm -hmm. An article there. That's the first one. And the next one's NPR. And and I'm like, so. Let me ask a black person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to be approached by white people about Juneteenth? And I mean, really, white people don't need to approach you. Really, because it's not it's not our holiday. I think it's like I told Fran, I said, you know, I think after her saying what she said, it was so beautifully said. Like, I wish I could reiterate everything. It was so beautifully said. Oh. I think that maybe the white person's place in this and especially to like that the straight allies in pride it's a time for like deep contemplation um, Mm. and thought about thoughts about what we have done in the past and what we can do in the future to not repeat these things and to leave a better place for our children for for whoever descends behind us because we've done enough damage it's time to come up with solutions of how we can do some good and repair some things because it's not on y'all to do that Mm -hmm. you know and so so don't go buy a rainbow flag 
carry your ass to the phone to the phone and call your local senator and delegate and work on some of this legislation that's anti-LGBTQ. <laughs> Drop a nice little Venmo and money bag Monroe if you're gonna wish me a happy June. <laughs> there there you go, right? Okay. Put that put that Venmo or that cash out behind you if you want to wish it to me that way. The but the dirty R word, word, right? That we talked about on dirty the, R show, the dirty R word reparations. reparations. Like, Hello. Mm. I love that word. You know, like let's, you know, let's be intentional about it. Let's not um mm. let's once again not make everything about <laughs> white people and straight people and normative folks. Let's be about it like all year round. I think that that's the lesson is we need to be about it all the time. Fr- Fran needs to have Fran talks. Um they're so eloquent, but they're also like like a serious smack in the face when you need it. <laughs> maybe we'll have. Maybe we need to include Carter because he be saying some profound things. Jerk kid is year old. His brain is just exploding out of his head with knowledge. Wait, Fran. Let me get mm-hmm. a quick little. Do a quick zoom in on that real quick. That hand. Oh yeah, her hand. Oh my hand. Let me see your nails. Oh Look at all the jewels. You know, her nails are always. You know, I'm always. Yeah. I'm always. They're never not cute. done. Oh, they're so cute. I might have I to get show a you my toe, but it, Let me see. Hold on. You might be able to see the toes. She can do her toes. toes. Like, do it on toes. Showing toes yeah, for free. <laughs> Love that. I'll post the cash app later. Period. I know. Mean, like, you're showing yeah. off toes for free? At least we're not putting this up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, thank I don't care. I would have to put the blur over my face for that. <laughs> for real. Anyway, uh, let's see. So we have, we have, we're. I know we're running out of time already. If we're not, you we're it. almost close. We'd be talking just to talk, and I love just it. Talk, yeah, I mean, why not? Right? Like we're we're so happy to see y'all um, and talk to you anyway because it's always a good time. Mm. So five minutes left. What do you want to <laughs> chat about? Well, again, I just want to reiterate that Where the Hood Niggas at is currently streaming on all streaming <laughs> platforms. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, to the listeners, if you would like to wish us a happy Juneteenth for Happy Pride Month, you can purchase, not stream, okay. Where the Hood Niggas at on iTunes, Amazon Music, and what's the other one called? Spotify? Well, no, they got buy it. What's the other one? They buy? Okay. Look, look it up on Google or wherever you want to find it. It's available. <laughs> Go get it. Video coming soon. Um, yes. Next live performance of it will be at flooded at Richmond Triangle Players that is hosted by the Wet Midler. And that is on the Friday of 4th of July weekend, which would be the second, I think. Watch me on social media for an actual day in case that is incorrect. <laughs> but just know that's what you should be buying the tickets at to see that at flooded. And what's all the social media stuff? Drop your social media. Oh, Lord. my social media. You can catch me on Twitter at Moneybag Monroe. On Instagram at Melanin Monroe RVA. On Facebook, Melanin Monroe. Venmo, Moneybag Monroe. Again, Cash App, Moneybag RVA as well. And those are my socials. She's so professional. Like all of her like tags are like the same thing. And like mine are like all different names. But you can catch me. <laughs> you can catch me. Alive, <laughs> baby. Instagram, Get your life. On Instagram um, at that girl. And you can catch me on Facebook at uh, J Omar as well. So. You know, just catch me when you can. I'm you know, wait, I'm so sorry to cut her off. Shakari <laughs> Richardson, the runner. Iconic runner with the long... Uh, yes. 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 She called herself that girl in her interview. Does and she I thought really? of you. Oh, my God. She gives me Jasmine vibes so That's much. That's so weird because yesterday, Christian sent me a link 
of her mm-hmm. when she won. And the first thing that she did was she pointed to the she side. Pointed she pointed to said, the side. Don't play with me. And that's literally like what I say. Like, She's, I'm an Olympian, <laughs> bitch. I, let me, t- I'm sorry. I did not mean to ruin the outro. Yeah. Shakari Richardson. I'm saying her name right, right? I think it's so. Shakari. It's Shakari at the very least. Uh, I am so pleased and so happy that we get to see a black woman with tattoos, baby hairs, lashes, and long nails just kicking ass. Yeah. It's, it, I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. I said, I'm so glad we we're seeing black excellence in women. And it's not just one kind no, of black woman being excellent. Today. It's all shades. Yeah. It's all backgrounds. It's all kinds of everything. Let me tell you, I'm standing for her. We, I have not seen a woman with nails that long and them lashes, them eyebrows and the baby hairs and everything slaying like that. Oh my God, stop. In a minute. And her attitude, and she's still so confident and humble at the same time. I love her. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm done. I'm shutting my mouth. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing her and I was like, absolutely. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Iconic. iconic. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say iconic. <laughs> She is. Um, y'all can catch me on Instagram at Identity Crisis XO. My Venmo and Cash App are the same. My Twitter is also Identity Crisis XO, but Identity has no vowels. Is that right? I E I O U. That's a vowel. Do I need to get somebody banned from yeah. Twitter so you can have that username? Because I'm working on getting that melanin pro <laughs> username on Twitter too. <laughs> right. I, I won't say no. <laughs> I'll see what, how many reports we can do if the account is inactive. <laughs> I hear you know, I hear if enough people report the account and if it's inactive, you can get the username. Oh, yeah. I'm These people they're need to stop it. sitting on them. They need to stop sitting on them if they're not using them. What a waste. Exactly. I'm done. <laughs> Let me <right>. say it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Done. All right, Fred, you want any final thoughts? No, I'm just happy that y'all are here with us again. Welcome to our first time or please come back anytime. This was important to us to uplift our voices, even though we talk to y'all when it's not just Pride Month. But, you know, it's important for us to all of our shows this month have been um, Pride related. We did um, uh, LGBTQ business owners and entrepreneurs for a mm. show. Yeah. You know, it's we just love it. Like, and then and it's um, so the. Important. The conversion therapy, the anti-conversion therapy Show. folks who are both mm. survivors um, and the yeah. legislation they've worked on to get pushed through so that children don't ever have to go through that in the state of Virginia. As yes. they should. Yeah. So yes. it's been a, so it's been a fun so been month. <laughs> it's been, a, yeah, it's been a good month with good conversations and uh, really happy to close it out with y'all. Make sure that if you want more information from these fine drag performers, uh, that you rewind this back and write down all of that information. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So thank y'all so much for coming on. We appreciate y'all. Richmond, you know what time it is. Uh, Flint still has dirty water. Jersey got dirty water. And I think Petersburg does too. So Richmond (laughs) might want to check on that. Okay. RPS was fully funded last year. We need it this year to infinity and beyond so these kids can get in these schools, especially mm-hmm. the brand new ones they just built. Mm-hmm. And I know it, you know it, we all know it together. Richmond is mm-hmm. most certainly still racist, but we're working on it. Period. Talk to you next week. You too shallow to dig on me.